Aaron requested that I tell you something. Yes? Aaron wanted me to let you know, because I guess she um, doesn't remember the issues we've had about this in the past. She would like Uh me to tell you the high-quality dinner that we made tonight. Oh, yeah. And I was in a rush and didn't have a chance to eat a snack before (laughs) either. So, yeah, great. Perfect timing. I anticipated No, I want to know about this dinner. Why? Just to rub it in my face or what? Yeah, because Aaron was proud of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Aaron made a homemade loaf of bread. Mm. That was good. We made, it was cauliflower and pine nuts and presumably some garlic or something, roasted in the oven and then topped with a raisin vinaigrette. And then we made lamb chops in the air fryer. What the heck? Why are you eating so bougie? (laughs) That sounds delicious. It was good. So we have made... Um, we, we have finally, like, we finally sat down the other, like, earlier this week and tried to actually plan out, because oftentimes when we go get groceries or we're planning our meals, we're just sort of doing a bunch of improv. Like, we plan a few meals at a time and we don't think much about it. We just kind of find ideas that seem reasonable and we go get them. And it's never been clear to us, or at least to me, because I'm the one typically going to get groceries, like... If we were to try and optimize what we're doing for groceries, how much would it actually cost us? And mm-hmm. what is the what is a balance of like food that like has enough variety that will enjoy it and also doesn't cost too much? Um, so we've been trying to be more intentional about uh, making food that we have. Mm-hmm. Back in December, like before we went home, I had gotten imperfect imperfect foods delivered, mm-hmm. and part of that was for sale. I got like a lamb chop thing. And it's just been in the freezer, and we finally planned for this weekend to finally make it. Mm-hmm. So, but ended up being not a lot of meat, so I ended up going get, getting a second one at the grocery store today. Um, but we did that. We got cauliflower because there was a cauliflower dish at a steakhouse that we went to months ago that Aaron's been wanting to try um, recreating in some way. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I like hers better. If I remember correctly, their cauliflower, it was roasted and stuff, but then it was also cold. Mm. And I wasn't expecting it to be cold. And it was still good, like but I wish it were warm. Like cold? Or like yeah. they boofed it, up and it was, it was cold? It was clearly intentionally cold. Huh. Um, so this was fresh out of the oven. It was good. And then homemade bread has become a a bit of a staple for us. So yeah, it was good. And, and so like this is not a, a typical thing. Our plan right now is to like do if i remember correctly it's four nights with chicken two nights with chickpeas and a night with some sort of fancy meat whether that be beef or lamb or pork Mm. or whatever you know something that's a bit more spendy fancy meat fancy meat so that was uh that was why it is good nice it feels good to make good food and have it turn out well Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes we make what feels like it should be good food and we kind of screw it up in some way and that's always a little bit disheartening so it was nice that it turned out very well oh yeah i hate when that happens the the disheartening thing not the that it turned out well like last night i made aaron aaron actually had a bad headache it didn't end up eating this dinner so we have leftovers in the fridge but we had also purchased from imperfect foods before we went back 
a marinated like chicken thighs in a bulgogi marinade. So Korean, essentially. Okay. Right. Save and, me from googling it. Yep. And so <laughs> I decided, well, let's make a sort of like a chicken rice bowl kind of a thing, like you get in a lot of Asian fusion restaurants or food trucks around here, where you make a like garlicky rice of some sort. You make your chicken with some type of vegetable that you decide. We had some frozen, like, stir-fry veggies, so I just used those. Mm-hmm. And then you top it with a fried egg. This seems like a sort of thing that you would enjoy, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it was, like, fine. But between, like, the marinade, just not, like, it was good. But a marinated meat is always, like, it just helps give a little bit of character to the meat, right? It doesn't do much mm-hmm. for the rest of the meal, yeah. And I didn't make any additional sort of sauce or anything to augment it. So it ended mm-hmm. up mostly being like a slightly garlicky rice with egg and then a slightly flavored chicken. And it was like fine. I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't amazing. Mm-hmm. And so next time it's like, well, now I, I you know should have added some sort of additional sauce on top of it all. And it would have turned out better, I think. But yeah. But yeah. How did you end up cooking the chicken? Like, was it like uh, pan frying it? Pan fried? Because I had sort of committed to doing that by the time I opened it up and saw what it was of, like, three relatively good-sized boneless thighs. Like, it wasn't clear to me because it was just, like, in a package. So I couldn't tell, obviously, if it was three hunks of meat where they already cut up. Like, there was, it was no clear indication. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just cooked it in a pan. Maybe next time I would have done the air fryer or something, but it was still pretty good. Just not amazing. Mm-hmm. But tonight, we did well. So I'm pleased by that. On a totally unrelated note... Please. I discovered it is not next door. It is upstairs. Oh. All day has been voices. And now it's suddenly cha- or added another uh, piece of sound that has made it quite <laughs> easy to pinpoint that it is clearly upstairs. So I believe there were children jumping off a of bed. Hmm. Well, maybe they just had some family over I or friends over or something. Fun. No. It sounds like they're having fun. I'm almost certain. Either no, there's good. something very bad happening or they're having a ton of fun. I don't think it's crying. <laughs> I think it's all giggling. That's good. Glad to hear it. Um but yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um, what do you, what would you normally so like if you could go back and knowing like, oh I should make like another sauce or something, what would you hmm. do for said sauce then? That's a good question. I think I would have made something that something simple that could have been drizzled on top of everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's basically all it comes down to. It's like something on the side that could have just been poured on top of everything, and it would have been just easy peasy. Because I think the big the big issue is that the rice was good, but it's not like it was anything special on its own. Yeah, and the same like when you make like yellow rice or something to like have with tacos instead of just like making boring rice, you add like turmeric or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's fun, but it's not mm-hmm. like the rice is carrying a lot of weight there. Yeah, you know, it's just Kinda another little out. boost. Yeah, and it's not even that strong. Um, and so with just the rice and egg, it ended up being a little bland. And so having something that could have mixed in with the rice. I mean, on top of everything, but the result would have been it mixed in with the rice a little bit more. Uh, probably would have helped. Mm-hmm. So, Aaron, I mentioned we had some, like, random teriyaki packets or something like that. Maybe that would have been good. I'm not sure. Yeah. But it was, like, it wasn't, it wasn't a failure or anything. Like, everything was cooked. It tasted mm-hmm. fine. But it was uh, not 
exactly what I had in mind. Yeah. So, and it may have also, it may have been possible that I slightly overcooked the chicken as well. It's hard to tell. Thighs are hard to cook in a pan because I've never really done it. Yeah. I've pretty much only ever done like chicken breast meat in a pan. Mm-hmm. Second question. Hmm. About your eating habits with a dish like this. So you've got like meat and you've got rice. Mm-hmm. How is the eating strategy? Is meat on one side of the plate and rice on the other side? And do you have like bites of them separate or do you like cut up the meat and like mix them together so if you recall i did say that this was a bowl so it was rice on the bottom of the bowl separately i had cut up the chicken so okay Okay. so it was it was layered let's call it oh so it was rice on the bottom was where i like started and then i had to cut up the chicken separately on a cutting board and then I and that was already the the chicken and the veggies were already mixed together the way that I was cooking them, so that just went all on top, kind of pushed a little bit to the side to leave room for the egg, okay, on slightly on the other side. So when you're eating a, like a but then I mix it all together. Utensil, okay, it gets mixed together. <laughs> that was the main question. Yeah, I do not serve it mixed together, but the first act of eating it is to break the egg and then mix everything together for me okay. at least. Okay. So I could I could mix it all together, but then at that point I probably would have just tried to make like fried rice. Yeah, and I didn't want to do that. Very understandable. I do like making fried rice, but I just wasn't in the mood this time. It wasn't ideal. I had, I didn't plan for it because to plan for fried rice you have to make your rice ahead of time. Yeah, and I yep. had not done that. Yeah, I feel like I've only made fried rice. Very few, maybe like, I can count on one hand for sure the number of times I've made fried rice without planning ahead of time, and it involved like a baking sheet in the freezer, Hmm. and it was just like doing too much. Well, the first few times that I made, not even the first few times, the first several years that I made fried rice, I never knew that you were supposed to cool your rice down, so I never did, and it always turned out fine enough. Mm -hmm. Like, it is better if you don't, but I, I never... Even today, if I was, like, on a whim, I'm going to make some fried rice for dinner because we don't have a better idea. Mm-hmm. I probably would just throw it in pretty soon after it was done cooking and be like, it's going to be fine. Because I've okay. done it plenty of other times. Yeah, and would you throw it in just, like, straight from the pan or from, wait, how would you cook rice for, I guess? I cook it in a pot, yeah. Okay, would you throw it in straight from the pot or would you, like, have had it transferred somewhere else before the pot or That's after the pot? a good question. Pot? It depends on the timeline, you know? Okay. But okay. I, I would assume that I would throw it in pretty straight afterward. Interesting. But the first few times that I made fried rice, like I learned how to make it in my eighth grade family consumer sciences class, mm. and that's how I that's the like approach that I continue to use. And I've augmented it over the years as I've learned more. Like I did eventually start looking up like how are, like I like my fried rice, but it's not the best fried rice I've ever had. And I still mm-hmm. don't make fried rice. That's the best fried rice I've ever had. But I'd like to approach that. And so that's when I started learning about cooling down the rice, using butter, using oyster sauce. Um, and I've and I've slowly built up things, and I, like, try and pay attention to things I notice in fried rice that I eat that I enjoy at restaurants. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I first saw... A really good fried rice that I like that had a little bit of cracked pepper on top. And now I do that. And it's really good. It makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. I always add sesame seeds if I can. At the very end, egg with sesame oil. I like adding that. But yeah, I would, uh, I I think if I were just making it in a rush, 
Oh, that's right. That's what I was going to say. I made an FCS class, and so for the first several years, like, all my family's ever bought is instant rice, essentially, like five-minute rice. Mm. And so that's all I've ever bought and used. And so odds are it would naturally sit off to the side because it would be done in five minutes, and I would still have to be mm-hmm. cooking, like, chicken or whatever. Yeah. But now my rice takes, like, 20 minutes to cook. And at that point, everything else is done. Mm-hmm. And so I would probably have to throw it in immediately if I were in a rush. But I don't know. I, I haven't needed to do that mm-hmm. in several years, so I don't anymore. Now I just make a bunch of rice and throw it in the fridge. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm not too precious about it. Yeah, I would say because I know that it'll turn out fine enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess I can understand. I can see where you're coming from with that sentiment. Yeah, I don't know if I can say I can understand it, but I can see where you're coming from. Well, it's 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 almost like the equivalent of if I wanted to make my favorite pizza. Yeah, I would plan ahead. Mm-hmm. I would Aaron would make our our dough that we really like, and I would hand make pizza sauce using a recipe that I found that I really like. But if we end up buying pre made crust, mm-hmm. and I buy some like two two dollar and fifty cent jar of pizza sauce from the store brand, like I'm still gonna enjoy the pizza. Yeah. And, th- and that's okay. Like, I, I know what I'm getting into with that. And that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine to me. That's not what you're stepping in. So real quick, we should go, we should do our, our quick little oh. year in review that I sent you. Yes. Sorry. I need to, where's my phone? Do I have my phone? Okay. I have my phone. Yes. Cool. Year in review. <laughs> I guess um, entire run of the podcast interview, technically speaking, because I did not filter it by a year or anything. Oh, Right, so, this is literally all of the data. Four years in review? Yeah, exactly. So I was, I do plan on talking about this also on OHAC the next time you record, because it was just kind of funny. I was like, so I, there's a podcast I was listening Holy to. crap. What? I didn't know you've ever had one that you like get out to 60 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and that was relatively recently, as you can tell. Uh, let me find it. How can I tell? Oh, this chart because shows. Because it's on a timeline. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you reading graphs. <laughs> you Sorry, must have, I, you must have gotten a twenty-five on your science ACT. The way that you're handling this. No, actually, I <laughs> almost unbelievably got a thirty-five. I think that's what I think I did very well in the science section as well. I got and you want to know my favorite part about that? Hmm. Is that I remember how many questions there were. I think there was like what, like thirty-five-ish questions somewhere in that realm. Yeah. Uh, there were six questions that I blind guessed on because I was running behind on time. Awesome. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. I looked up the one years ago. I had looked up like how many questions you got right or wrong. And yeah. I got, I think all but one of those right. Assuming I didn't get anything else wrong in that section. Huh? Isn't that amazing? That is. That's, That's good probably luck. the best I've ever guessed at anything in my life. That is an extremely good guess. So now I'm trying to see, where is that? That's claiming that episode, huh? So now this data looks wrong. That particular oh, no. episode, at least. It's not a big deal. I'm just trying to hunt down why it looks so wrong. If I can. Yeah, that's very clearly wrong. That's hilariously wrong. That's funny. So anyway, let me tell you how this came about. Um, Was... There's a podcast I was listening to, and they mentioned that um, someone had run had created data like this, 
for every podcast on this network that I listen to. And I was like, oh, that's curious. That would be pretty easy to do for us. And bef- But before I bothered trying to like manually rip this info, you know, item by item, I was like, okay, well, let's, you know, let's be smart about this. And I discovered that someone, of course, wrote a Python module called Pi Podcast Parser that reads an RSS feed and will just give you all the info about the podcast. Uh, and so that's what I used. Hmm. So why are these two episodes so wrong? I I would I would hazard a guess that it's because of how I maybe edited them, because these were two that I edited not in my normal way. So those two episodes both are like over ten minutes longer than they're supposed to be according to this data. So that's kind of funny. Uh huh. So if I fix those two, can I make my chart? How do I make a chart update? Delete chart? I don't want to delete it. I just want to make it be correct again. I don't want to delete it, Grant. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, my God. Refresh data. Google Sheets. Oh, my God. Can you not hear that? I can. Okay. It's not looking like it's showing up on the waveform. Very slightly in the background. Oh, my God. There's so much interesting stuff happening around my apartment right now. Oh, never mind. The chart is updated, so we're all good. It doesn't look that different, but I'll send you the new one just so that you have it. Okay. I wonder why that one's, why those two were so wrong. There were two that were very wrong. Hmm. Fascinating. Well, I'm not going to go hunt down the source of this yet. But anyway, so what we learned. We learned, let me read off my info for you. That our average episode length is 44 minutes and two seconds now with our adjustment. So that's the average length of a comical start episode. The median length is 44 minutes and eight seconds. So the median is a is a whole eight seconds over the or six seconds over the what average. What the heck? What? Can you drive a car without the alarm with the alarm on? I don't know. <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> I'm sorry, you're having troubles, Grant. Um, no, I was just like watching because it was like the one car like perfectly out my window. Yeah, there was had the alarm on, and I was like, "What is going on?" Like, I I had a moment of like, I need to stop Mark so I can go double check this isn't my car. Because how hasn't someone shut it off yet? Like, there's been people around it. Yep. No, it's going off again. Is someone stealing the car? That would be wild. Hopefully it's not yours. It's definitely not. But, like, there were kids, like, little kids around it. So I feel like that's not what's happening. So what kind of person would bring, like, an eight-year-old to steal a car? Yeah. Okay, now that... Let me just go, like, peek out my window at my car, because now I hear more car alarms going off. Go for it. What the heck? I have no idea. Like, I could clearly, like, hear the cars moving with the alarm still on. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, the Doppler shift or whatever. Like, Sure. But, anyway, mean. that's weird. I don't know. Maybe it's just a car getting stolen. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I don't think so, though. I'm, like, 99% sure that's not what happened, but... Well, that's good. Anyways... Well, whatever. So, assuming that those were the only two that were broken, which is a, probably a bad assumption, but let's assume that is true. 
we got 44 minute average, basically a 44 minute median, and a standard deviation of two minutes and eight seconds. Or not two minutes oh, and wow. eight seconds. Two minutes and wait, what? Forty eight seconds. That really changed it from the data you've given me. Um, oh wait, forty eight. Forty eight. Yeah, it's not. It's not much. That's like a twenty second. Okay. Difference, fifteen second difference from your thing, but yeah. So a dev a standard deviation of pretty close to three minutes, regardless. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Interesting. It is. I don't think there's anything to learn from it, but other than mm-hmm. that. The average length, as I would assume, is just under what it would have to be for me to not spend extra money every single month. We're hitting that 45-minute mark as intended. Yeah. So there you go. I'm looking at the graph and trying to decide if it looks like a it look if it looks like a genuinely random distribution of data or not. Oh. I mean it's not. Well, it isn't, but like that's the thing, is like randomness in data is actually like not into like data you think or like if you tell someone to like make a random data set they're gonna make a data set that definitely is like yeah are we generating something that is random from a certain point of view yeah i think you could take what we're doing and make it random if you said say like take the episode time in seconds and do it like modulo something yeah then that should be sufficiently random obviously if you took like the number of minutes slash seconds, then I think it feels a little too biased, probably. Mm-hmm. But maybe just the number of seconds. But I, I also, that would be an accident. You're giving me ideas, Grant. Don't give me ideas. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, it would be interesting to look at the number of seconds and see if there is any difference there. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of like, would we? Ex- I feel like we would almost expect to see maybe an increase in the numbers right around a whole number, like right around like sixty seconds. You know, so things in like the fifties or things in the mm. ones to nines, maybe. But I'm not sure. But I think I can figure this out actually pretty quickly. Because like just me looking at it, like not not purely random but like random around a mean or whatever it actually looks to me in my mind not that bad and whether or not that is means it's actually not that bad or it's actually really bad i don't know but sure type error not all arguments converted during a string formatting well that's not helpful duration list what's your why are these two that are wrong? Grant? I don't know. I'm so sorry. I just, I'm trying to, like, uh, see why. Can I save this? What happens if I do that? Save and look at it somewhere else. Can I sort it out from there? Because the issue is, the issue is, Grant, mm-hmm. that looking at it at a browser makes it too structured mm-hmm. like the the thing does say when i go into the regular rss feed and open it up in the browser it does give me the whole list of episodes and does say that these things are the length that i would expect not the length that the, that the uh podcast is the podcast parser tool is implying mm-hmm. and in fact why what 
happened? I am now confirming that the duration is what it should be. <laughs> but the podcast tool thingy just got it wrong for some reason. Why did... How'd that happen? Maybe there's an issue with just, like, the way it made a graph or something? Maybe it's set up to only do, like... There's nothing to do with the graph. This is, like, the Python code. I'm just looking oh. at, like, a table of numbers right now. Oh. Wait, so the table of numbers is right or wrong? It's not wrong by a lot. But, like, the two that I said were really wrong are still really wrong. But the, like, raw data that I assume it should be pulling from... It looks correct. like it should all be fine, yeah. There's nothing odd about it. Mm-hmm. But... Hmm. Whatever, there's a problem for another day. But now I know that there is a problem, and I can work on fixing it. Huh. Speaking of... I don't know if... I'm not even looking at what the comic is. Oh, never mind. No transition here. Grant is brought... <laughs> Peanuts of. by Charles Schulz. Oh, we got we got a really old version of Peanuts. You can tell because none of the characters look correct. I love these versions. So we have Charles Brown uh, sitting in a chair looking at a bunch of nonsense written on a poster board. And there's a small girl indicating with uh, a pointing device at the bottom line. And... Uh, she says, read the bottom line, please. And um, Charlie Brown has a you know some confusion. There's a question mark emanating from him. And he leans forward and says, I can't make it out. And the, the girl indicates at the other two lines and says, try the other two lines. And we snap cut to Charlie Brown walking away sullenly, hands in his pocket, saying... Only four years old, and already I need glasses. Bummer. Bummer. only four in this comic? Holy crap, this is way... I'm sorry, I just looked at the date. Oh. (laughs) When you were noticing, like, when you were stating how old it was, I was like, oh, yeah, it's definitely old, because you're right, I didn't think about it, but it does look different. It's Uh probably from, like, the 80s. Yeah. Wow. Nope. They really don't mess around on here. They got all the stuffs. Now you know. Wowza. Wowza's indeed. Wait, what? That doesn't make sense. (laughs) One of the comments is like saying his exact birthday based on this comic. But why? Like, how? How do they get the day in the month? I don't uh, maybe understand. We, maybe if we go back, maybe in the October 30th comic, it was his birthday. Yep, it was. October oh. 30th, 1950. Happy birthday, Charlie Brown. Okay. And then we didn't know how old you are, so we left them off. Okay. As in the candles. Where's so the cake? We weren't even sure clothing. it was your birthday, so we didn't bring one. Okay. Anyways. Anywho. So in this comic... uh seems like Charlie or Charles, whatever you want to call him, uh, he, he needs some help to do something. When you're doing something, let's say technical, and you need help, where do you turn first? And has that changed in recent years? I don't know if you forgot to erase your notes or something. We talked about this last week. What? Except you, you couched it in terms of, what if there's a mystery? <laughs> And you were way less direct in your line of questioning, but what it amounted the to the heck? exact same thing. 
No, this is a different comic, though. It's a different comic. Well, it's going a different place, okay? Is it? Because you asked me the exact same question. What do I do when I need help with something? And I told you, and I'll tell you again, that I tend to try and solve things on my own as best I can, and only then will I go to someone with additional information. No, no, no. You're not going to someone. You're seeking a, like, an internet resource. Yeah. That's what I was trying to imply. Hmm. Okay. I'll allow it. So can you repeat the question? (laughs) No. Okay. Got me heated now. (laughs) I'm going to change what I'm going to talk about because I don't want to talk about my thing anymore. (laughs) What do you think of people who wear glasses, Mark? I think they're a bunch of punks. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I think they should all get beat up. (laughs) Bunch of four eyes on their five heads. Yeah. Since when have you had such controversial views? <laughs> Always, Grant. I've just been holding them in. Okay. I think glasses are a perfectly reasonable thing for people to have. I'll stand by that. Yeah? Yeah. Don't you? But don't you think the people who wear glasses should, like, wear contacts or, like, get LASIK or something? Do you think glasses are an inferior technology or not? No. Why no? I think there's just, just trade-offs. Show me the evidence. Glasses are certainly can be anno- they can certainly be annoying when they fall off your face. Yeah. But contacts can be far more irritable to someone's eyes, mm. and LASIK is scary <laughs> and expensive. Why, why is LASIK sc- actually? I, oh, now I got some. Why is LASIK scary? Well, I've never had to really think about it. I've never had to sit with this, but I think just the the idea of it, the sort of uh, let's call it the mix of an active and passive role you must take while being in LASIK surgery is intimidating to a lot of people. Maybe you know more about LASIK than I do. What do you mean by active and passive role? I mean, you're awake the entire time and your eyes have to remain open the entire time. I assume you don't have to keep your own eyes open. Yeah, but it's uncomfortable to have your eyes forcibly open while you're awake, too. Like, it's not pleasant. And I think it remains one of those sorts of things of like, unless, I was actually, my dad tends to respond to it this way. It's like, look, you only have one set of eyes. And unless the LASIK was meant to correct something like fundamentally wrong, like if LASIK could correct near blindness, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But using it so that, it, if it, it fixes up your twenty five twenty vision, I can understand why someone would be very hesitant to make that call. Okay, yeah. Because there are if legitimate something risks goes to wrong, the procedure. it's yeah, it's a medical procedure. It's a medical procedure where there are risks, and not and in addition, it's not a like, it's not like having heart surgery where you don't have another option. Oh, any meaningful <laughs> option, you know? <laughs> it is yeah. It is a choice among others, and if it goes really well, that's great. And if it does, like, it's a gamble, a, a gamble of uh, of higher stakes than glasses versus contacts. Glasses and contacts, you're constantly making the trade-off of just, like, a general ongoing cost and different forms of potential discomfort. Mm-hmm. And LASIK is, like, this one-time big gamble of lots more money up front and potentially fixing everything 
and with a much smaller percentage, most likely. Like I, I've never, I have never looked into the numbers, but one has to assume it's been around long enough that it's not a huge issue. Mm-hmm. But with a small percentage, it doesn't do anything or makes things worse. Mm-hmm. So I, I can understand why someone would uh, not want to do it if they're like my dad, you know, getting into his sixties and has been perfectly fine with glasses his entire life. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, it's, it's fine. He's not doing anything that really matters for his glasses. He's not yeah. performing at the X Games or something. So wait, whatever. Wait, what? I know. He had to quit the other year. It's he's bummer. not performing at the X Games anymore? <laughs> but So he's not going to be in them next year, right? Nope. nope not next year. What? But nope. I, was so, I was looking forward to it because next year it's going to be at Mount Pleasant. By Rich McKee and Kent uh, Sang. Wait, I can't read. Any glasses? Slang. There we go. Might just be sly. Sl- s- yep, that one. Uh, thank you. Yep. I took extra time to read it right and didn't read it right. <laughs> Classic. Anyways, in this comic, we got. Um, it, we're set in a forest type scene actually i don't know if it's a forest type scene i can't there is nature in this scene uh grass and bushes and trees and whatnot uh along with animals and there are two people playing a sort of tug of war over what appears to be a paddle they're battling it out looking like they're both pulling quite hard and in the and they are in the background in the foreground there are two raccoons Raccoon 1 and Raccoon 2. Raccoon 1 says, I hear two camp counselors discussing this group. What did they say? The other raccoon replies. I'm not sure. What's Lord of the Flies? Cutting to the people in the background. Let go! Make me! (laughs) Wowza. Wowza indeed. Why would you battle over a canoe paddle in a place where like is the blue background a lake because i clearly thought it was a sky there does Uh, not appear to be any body of water nearby this does not make sense i agree i understand your interpretation of it being a sky but it's very clearly water and so the brown is sand is that what it's supposed to be yeah it's it's a summer camp yeah but it's like okay i'm okay (laughs) with that i'm okay with that what are they using the paddle for Presumably a boat to go out into the water at some point. Donde esta la biblioteca? It's not in the frame. It's implied, Grant. It's called visual storytelling. Okay. Like what? I, I know so we've only done a handful of these comics, Grant, but eventually you're going to have to get used to how these things work. What do you mean? Ugh. <laughs> uh. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what question I want to ask. Let me let me go with the basic one. What? What is Kill the Beast? What, if any, like, desire do you have to read older books? Oh. Wow, you really went for my Dodenist. I love Biblioteca. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, my desire to read older books, I guess, is quite high. Hmm. Or not really. Like a few select older books that I've already read. <laughs> okay. Um because like I I have a I guess technically older book that I am I can't say actively reading. That's not a fair interpretation <laughs> of what I've been doing. Uh it is my next book 
to continue finish reading. Okay. Again. That being Dracula. Hmm. Dracula has come up before. Yes. Like over before, a year right? ago. Uh, yeah, like, I have read okay. it before, and it last came up, I think, over a year ago. Yes. Uh, and it is still in my backpack. Nice. Uh, with the intention to read when I start doing that for fun again. Mm. Um, or, like, in idle time on the bus or something. Sure. And I'm still, like, in the first five chapters. I also have Frankenstein in my backpack as well. Um, also a good choice. Uh, those are the two ones right now. Okay. And probably will be for the next couple of years. I want to be honest with myself. These I've gotten a lot better at not lying to myself. Is it just because you just don't take the time to read very much, and so you just kind of you'll get yeah. to them when you get to them? Yeah, it's it's not super often that I have free time, and I'm like, oh, let me sit down and do some reading. Okay. Um, these days, a lot of my free time in a situation where I like would read a book, for example, like when I'm riding the bus or something. If I have the thought of like, oh, I can pull out this book and start reading a little bit, very close to that thought, I also have the thought of like, or I could like start planning to-do lists for the day yeah, and like start doing things that will actively make the rest of my day easier, which like I need to do a better job of probably recognizing that like taking the time to like just chill and read is probably also going to be good for me and will also like play towards making my day easier Mm. uh especially on days where i'm like stressed and like want to really make a to-do list uh i feel like taking a few extra minutes to de-stress and just like read or enjoy something is probably good for me yeah but yeah just the kind of the mode of my life i'm in right now unfortunately Mm -hmm. that's fair so what last question um what like encouraged you or made you decide that like you wanted to read like Dracula, Frankenstein, like older books rather than just like next two things on your list or some other random books, either from at least the last century, let alone this century. Um, I honestly don't have a list past them because I feel very overwhelmed considering books, uh, that are much more recent. Okay. Um, cause I feel like there's too many options and I don't trust recommendations. Mm. Um, I have serious distrust of recommendations. And so when it comes to reading, cause it's not something that I do super often, if I am yep. going to do it, it's going to be something that like, I know is good. Um, mm-hmm. in which case something that I've already read and enjoyed and like would like to read again. Cause I bet I would enjoy it again a second time. Mm-hmm. Or I guess in the case of Frankenstein, a fourth time <laughs> would, that's kind of why I lean that way. And it, with the example of Frankenstein, it would be a fourth time because it'd be like the main push behind this is these are books that I want to read outside of an academic setting. Because yeah. both of them I have only read in academic settings where I had like page numbers I had to get to every night mm. and like worksheets or questions I had to deal with. Sure. And even in that environment, I enjoyed them. And so how much would I enjoy them? I'm just curious how much would I enjoy them if I didn't have that pressure? Would I enjoy it more or less? I don't know. But I'm guessing I would still enjoy it. 